This is the second week of this sermon series, right, that we're in called Summer Set List. Summer Set List, from songs to scripture. I want us to play a little bit, a little snippet of this song. Warning, I did not choose this song. This is not my song, and it's not in my car. I'm a a hip-hop type of dude, you know? That holy rap, you feel me? But this song talks about shaking stuff off. Shake it off. Lil Shimmy. Amen, amen, amen. So we got to shake some stuff off, man. We got to shake it off. You got to shake it off. Just know, if you're a Christian today, you're called to a lifestyle of worship. You called, you're a called to die to flesh. You're a called to renew your mind. You're a called to remember the gospel. You are called to walk according to the spirit and not the flesh. You are called, amen, to God's will for your life, which is good, pleasing, and check this out. It's perfect. But you got to be in it. You got to be intentional. So we're going to look at that, what a lifestyle of worship looks like, because it ain't going to end. You feel me? So let's look at Romans chapter 12. Before we, we read, let's pray. This is a spiritual principle right here. Every time you, every time you open up your word, you got to pray. It's a spiritual book. You got to invite the Holy Spirit to teach us. Amen. He's the teacher today. And so let's pray and then we'll read God's word. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for being merciful and kind and good and generous. Thank you for being available. Thank you for not paying us for what we deserve. Thank you for your grace that's unearned and it's freely given. Thank you for your steadfast love that's everlasting. Thank you that you're forever present. And God, thank you for your spirit that is within us. Holy Spirit, may I decrease so you can increase. Give us eyes to see you, Jesus. Ears to hear and open heart to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says this, Therefore, therefore is therefore a reason. And then Paul says, man, this is an urgent call. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy. How's your view of God this morning? To offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Are you present this morning? Are you willing to hear God's word this morning? Offering your bodies, being present, willing, all in, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And he goes, do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God, what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Amen. I want to share with you guys some spiritual principles that we need on a daily. It's so needed for us to continue to grow. 
It's so needed for us to renew our mind. This is the first one. Renew your view of the gospel. Pastor Hyden shared some books that he shared last week. Uh, the staff picked a book that was transformative for their walk. This is my book, The Gospel for Real Life by Jerry Bridges. We're, we're selling it for cheaper than it is. This book will help you to have a right view of the cross. This book will help you to renew your mind on the gospel. And it's so necessary, guys, because we are like sheep. We're dumb. We forget. We forget God's love. We forget God's faithfulness. We forget that, that he already did it, that he finished it, that it's accomplished, that it's finished. And sometimes we just got to shake off the lies of the enemy, that you got to earn it, that you got to just try, try better, strive harder, pray harder, fast more. All those things are great, but guys, you're already saved. What the reality is, is that you need to renew your mind with the gospel. Check out what Paul says. He's saying, he's, he's urging us. He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view, somebody say view, view. in view of God's mercy. He's saying, you got to have the right view. You got to have the right thinking about God. You have to have the right view of God. And this is the right view. God is merciful. Amen. To offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. The Bible is giving us a proper way to worship God. We don't have to worship God by just singing songs and praying all day. No, the Bible is telling us that it's a willingness, a presentation of your whole self, right? In view of the gospel. So because of you have a right view of God, you have a right view of the gospel, you have a right view of God's love, a right view of his mercy, a right view that he's not going to leave you, that he's not going to forgive or forsake you, a right view that he's going to love you for it now and eternity, eternity, eternity to come. Come on, somebody. A right view of God, the gospel. He doesn't pay us what we deserve. He actually has mercy and he's gracious and it's free and he's real and its presence is an open door. Jesus made a way. It's the gospel. You're already saved. If you're a Christian this morning, I want to reassure you that your destination is heaven. That Jesus paid the price and it was full. And it, the check did not bounce. Right? It cleared. Paid in full. To tell us die. It's finished. It's done. The gospel. Don't strive to be more. Don't strive to try harder. Remember the gospel. Renew your mind with the gospel. Renew your mind that he's merciful. Renew your mind that he's good. Amen? Like, we got to do life with each other. Some of y'all are married. Come on, somebody. You need some extra mercy. You need some extra grace. You need some extra love. 
You need to look like Jesus. Whatever you view, you become. Amen? So how are you viewing God? Are you viewing God the right way? Are you reviewing God through the lenses of the gospel? Because Jesus is beautiful. And he's ultimate. And he is really dope. He really en- engages with people. He loves people. He eats with people. Right? He does life with people. He walks with the sinners. Man, he encourages us. Are you having a right view of Jesus? Student, in order for you to keep going, you got to renew your mind with the gospel. You got to remember that you're forgiven. You got to remember that you're a child of God. Church attendant, you got to remember the gospel. You got to know who you are and whose you are. You have to view God the right way. And the Lord is merciful. A.W. Tozer says this, what comes into your mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. That's powerful. What's your thought life? How do you view God? Is it in light of the gospel? Because that's my encouragement, that you renew your mind with the gospel. The gospel should never get old. The gospel should be every single day because we're not perfect and we need the gospel. We need the good news. Amen. That he's that that is done. That is finished. That he already accomplished it. We respond in a lifestyle of worship in view of the gospel. So you got to shake some stuff off. You feel me? You got to shake off. Take your eyes off self. Take your eyes off your shame. Take your eyes off your Goliath and your struggle and your habit. Take your eyes off the past. Take your eyes off the future. Be present. Renew your mind. Remember the gospel. Take your eyes off gossip. Take your eyes off what people may be thinking. Amen. In the first sermon, I'm renewing my mind. So a lot of things went wrong. I'm renewing my mind up here talking to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's a constant renewal. The enemy's ready to attack. You got to shake off the lies of the enemy. You got to shake off the lies because he's lying. We all battle. We all have a battle with our mind. Amen. We all have a battle with our past. But the, the Lord covered it. He covered it. Yeah, shake some stuff off. Put your eyes on Jesus. What you view, you become. When you see Jesus as merciful, you'll start being more merciful. When you see Jesus as loving, you'll still be more loving. When you see Jesus being Jesus, it's going to transform you. It's going to change you. You're not going to hold on to grudges. If you're holding on to the grudge, remember the gospel. God has been merciful. If you're holding on to to the past and how somebody wronged you, hey, time to shake it off. Forgive. Because the Lord forgave you. Right? Remember Remember that God had mercy on you. 
It's facts. I know it hurts. It's tough. Made that part. But you're going to need God. You got to renew your mind with the right view of Jesus. It will transform you. It will transform you. I'm a view guy. I'm going to ask you, like, what are your what are your views? Like, I love a view of a starry night. Like when you're out camping and you see just the, the stars everywhere, there's no Luxor light. I mean, I'm talking about you look up and you see the glory of God. Right? You got a right view of God. He's glorious. He's eternal. What about when you, when you, when you watch a nice sunset? I'm a sunset type of dude. Like sunrises are cool. But a good sunset, especially in Vegas, amen, with those mountains, those different colors. I love that view, right? It calms me. Like my my mood transforms when I see a a beautiful view and I see God as the great artiste, amen, the Grand Canyon. I remember going to the Grand Canyon in my wheelchair, like, I'll roll off this thing. It's done, yo. You know what I'm saying, Izzy? Woo! <laughs> Dre Lane, yeah. Right? Like, there's a fear there. But there's also a wonder. Like, wow. Oh, a right view of God. Check this out. You know when my view of God changed? When my accident happened. It gave me a right view of God. I was a young buck, young blood, in my 20s, thinking that I had it all going on. Pursuing my dream, not worrying about anyone else. But really, it was like a fake love, but it was such a just selfish type of love. It was the wrong way to live. It was the wrong way to, to view the world, right? It was all about self and me and what can I gain, what feels right. A lot of flesh, a lot of good times, and then shame, disappointment, right? Struggle, feeling defeated. Because sin overpromises and underdelivers every time. It's so it's so true. And so, guys, I'm in a car that explodes. I'm, I'm sitting there laying down. The car explodes. I'm engulfed in flames, burning up, extra crispy. Your boy, extra crispy. Down to the bones, fourth degree, negative 5% chance to live in a coma for over 90 days. The Lord chose, chose me for a purpose, for a calling, for more. He chose me to see him in the right view because I thought that I was good enough. I thought that my heart wasn't that bad. I would view my goodness and see other people that were worse. I'm like, man, at least I'm not him. Like God knows my heart. I'm going to be all right. I'll make it to heaven. No gospel. 
no surrender, no, no trust in Jesus as paying the penalty for my sin. None of that. He was like, man, I'm going to have to shake your mindset up. I'm going to have to rock your world. And you so hard-headed, I'm even going to use this. I'm not, I'm not going to cause it, but I'm going to use it for your good. You're going to blow up, and you're going to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Woo! Shh. The right view. I was in that hospital bed. In the gospel, something happened that I got saved. The gospel was being shared. The gospel was being preached. Christians would come in and they would share God's goodness. They would say that God had a purpose for my life. That he forgave me. That he has more. And the gospel became real. It became real. And I saw myself as this. The right view of myself. A sinner... In need of a savior. A gracious God. That could have took my life. But he saved me. He had mercy on my soul. I deserve to be in hell. I deserve death. And the reality is. Is that we all do. This is the right view. Of the gospel. Is that God is merciful. He's loving. He's gracious. And he has a plan. It transformed my view. The gospel. Amen? Amen. It's transforming us. It's renewing us. It's renewing us. I saw Jesus through the lens of the gospel and it started to transform me. I saw myself of who I really was. And I saw a right view of God that started to transform my mind. Does it take time? Sure, indeed. He's still working on me today. And he's working on you. We got to renew our mind with the view of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. And it transforms a child of God. Paul is urging us to see God this way. As merciful. Ephesians 2, 4, and 5 says this, But God being rich in mercy because of of the great love. Come on. He is rich. He is overflowing with mercy for you today. If you're far off from Jesus, he got some grace for you. It ain't going to run out. He's rich. He's abundant. And he's overflowing to share his mercy with you. Why? Because he's loving. God is love because of the great love which he loved us. That's the right view of God. Right? And this is the right view of us. Even when we were dead. Come on, somebody. Even when we were dead in our trespasses. Even when we were dead in our sin, even when we were dead in lovers of self, even when we were dead pursuing the world, even when we were dead and we were haters of God, even when we were dead in our lying, in our cheating, in our cussing, in our addiction, even though, even though he loved us, he was merciful 
And check this out. This is so good. Hey, lean in. Lean in. Be present. Be present. Made us alive together with Christ. He made us alive. We're not dead. We're not dead. (laughs) We're alive. (laughs) That's kind of funny, right? We're alive. More so spiritually alive. Come on, somebody. By grace, you have been saved. We need to have a right view of the gospel. The right view of God leads to right living. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, the right view of God leads to right living. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Hey, second spiritual principle, renew your view of the Holy Spirit. You got to renew this. This is a must for a believer. You can't do it on your own. Yo, it was already a struggle to go back home, youth. Right? George wasn't there. Some of y'all that I had to wake you up in the morning. Let's, go do, let's do some devotional time, some God time. Right? You, 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 you don't have small group. You don't have a big worship set where, where you're worshiping all out. Surrender. You don't have that. But you know what you do have? The Holy Spirit. And you know what you need? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is what you need. You need to be willing. Student, you need to be present. You already on your phone. Adult. Our minds are always running. Either we in the past or we in the future. We got to shake that stuff off. We got to be present with God. We got to be present, not in the flesh, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because you ain't going to do it alone. And this is what it looks like. 1B. Verse 2 on Romans 12, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. You have to be intentional, church. If you want to grow in your faith, if you want to be transformed by the renewal of your mind, you have to be present. You have to establish some holy habits. You have to make it a lifestyle. You have to surrender. You have to die to yourself. Amen. It's possible. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, right? But of power, of love. And check this out. A sound mind. A healthy mind. God wants you to be healthy. If your mind is running, you need to stop. You need to renew it. You need to tap the Holy Spirit in. You're too fleshly. You're walking in that carne asada. <laughs> Amen. I'm in that same battle, guys. You got to be present. Paul is using this Old Testament language that you got to present yourself as a living sacrifice. That's kind of weird. Right? Some of y'all, you just don't understand what that means. In the OT, 
you would have to offer a bull, a, a lamb, a ram, a, a dove, an animal for a sacrifice unto God for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus is that sacrifice. He's the ultimate sacrifice. Look, check this out. God didn't die and resurrect for you to stay dead. He died for your sins, covered them, saved you. You're on the road to heaven for you to be alive. Jesus says, I need to go to the Father. Why? Because it's beneficial that I send the Spirit, the Helper, the Guide, the Comforter, the one who is able to do far more. It's the Spirit within us that is at work. Hey, remember the, the sermon Pastor Hyden preached? He's able. He, he's willing to do more. More than we can ever think or imagine. It's because of the spirit that lives inside of us. So people would bring this little offering onto God, but we're not in the Old Testament era. We're in the Jesus era. Jesus is the sacrifice. Jesus rose and gave you his spirit. Spirit of power, spirit of love, in spirit of a sound mind, you're able to renew your mind. You're able, if you're willing, to say, God, you got all of me. God, I'm tripping. God, I'm in my feelings. God, I'm gossiping. God, they, they fighting with me again. God, I'm over here being jealous. I'm overthinking. You have the power to renew your mind. You have to be present, though. You have to be willing. You have to be a living sacrifice. In a living sacrifice, God says that that's the proper way to worship him. It's not a bunch of songs and you praying all day. No, it's thinking about Jesus. It's fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. It's looking like Jesus, talking like Jesus, acting like Jesus. Forgiving like Jesus. Being merciful like Jesus. Amen. And this is the battle. Is that we got a real flesh. And this is what the flesh wants. This is what the flesh desires. And it craves. And you're going to be like, yep, amen. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. It says this. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, shake it off. Impurity, shake it off. Sensuality, shake it off. Idolatry, shake it off. Sorcery, wanting to control your life. It's not just you going to a person that's going to read tarot cards. No, you're trying to control your life. You're, you're not God. Shake it off. Enmity, strife, jealousy. Come on, come on, you. Come on, somebody, jealousy. Come on, George, shake it off. Don't be jealous. Be glad. Fits of anger. We be raging sometimes. Be mad for no reason. 
or sometimes for a good reason. God is saying, I gave you my spirit. Shake it off. Right? Rivalries. Hey, we're not against each other. Right? The fight is not against flesh and blood. Shake it off. Division, envy, drunkenness. Yo, drunkenness, shake that thing off. It ain't going to lead nowhere good. It won't. Shake it off. Orgies, you're going to get you in trouble. <laughs> Big facts. Herpes are real. Sorry. Hey, shake it off. And things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is what Paul means about not entering God's kingdom, is that you really don't, you're really dead. You're not willing to have a real relationship with Jesus. You're really not grateful of what he did on the cross. You're really not thankful. Your view of the cross is off. You're too carnassadish. You're too fleshly. And he says, when you live that way, he says, man, your destiny is hell. It ain't the kingdom. So if you live in that way today, today is the day that you need to renew your mind. Tap in. Renew it. God's able. God's willing. The question is, are you willing? Are you willing? Right? Thoughts lead to words. Words lead to actions. Actions, you do those enough, they become a habit. Habit leads to a lifestyle, and a lifestyle leads to your destiny. You got to shake that stuff off. You got to have the right view. You got to renew your mind by the power of the Holy Spirit. Check out what Craig Rochelle says. Our lives are always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. What's your strongest thought? Is it money? Is it lust? Is it video games? Is it, is it social media? Right? Is it the stock market? Is it worry? Is it doubt? Is it unbelief? Like, you, you, the way that you think, it's going to view your whole life. It's going to guide you. It's going to conform you. God doesn't want that for you. I remember being um, freshly out the hospital a year and a half after I left the hospital, y'all. I went back to work. Um, I was involved in a mortgage industry prior to my accident. And I went back to work. I went to, I went back to work in a real estate company I work with. It was a Jewish owned company that I was at. And I was showing up legless. A year and a half now that I'm walking with the Lord. I mean, that's not very much time, right? To be able to deal with no legs and no hands a new lifestyle. So there was a lot of renewal. There had to be a lot of holy habits taking place. And this is what happened, guys. God gave me a fire and a desire and a thirst to read his word daily. 
right away. When he saved me and got plugged in, when I truthfully saw the gospel, when I saw the right view of Jesus in the right view of myself, and the Holy Spirit started working on me, I started to develop holy habits. Praying, reading the word, being at church. I started at a Pentecostal church. I was there like five days a week, getting it, right? Holy habits, you ain't gotta go to church every day, but you gotta be willing. You gotta be available. You gotta renew your mind, right? You're able, God is able. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in this, this chair, I'm still you know, renewing the mind, I'm still struggling with my identity, I'm still growing, I'm still leaning in, but God has me there for a reason. And I know this, like God, you put me here for a reason. And God, I know that you're able. And guys, I got my, my notary license. Yo, these ain't notary hands. You feel me? Hey, somebody scoop my, my, uh, my mic real quick. Scoot it up. In the back, in the back. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Hey, we free here. Hey, I'm there and I'm renewing my mind. Signing docs. Dealing with people. Taking like five minutes to, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to fill out paperwork. But I'm renewing my mind. I'm walking in the spirit. It's not my, my power. It's his power. It's not my confidence. It's his confidence. It's not my doing. It's his doing. God is able to do far more. More than we ever think or imagine. And I remember the president, the vice president of the company. He said, George, you're like a robot. And I'm like, nah, I'm just renewing my mind. I didn't even have robot legs. But he said, man, like, dude, nothing fazes you. What's, how can you do it? You don't feel? You're not thinking? But praise God, I was thinking. I was renewing my mind on the day. If you're struggling with mindset, you have the power to renew it. If you're struggling with your identity, renew it. If you got, look, if God gave you straight hair, he gave you straight hair. It's okay. The way that he created you, it's good. It's perfect. Renew it. Be thankful. Be grateful. Work with what you got and renew your mind. So, guys, I want to share with you. Look, students, we had this big God moment at camp. And now you guys are back. What's going to take for you guys to grow in Christ? You have to develop holy habits. Look, church, the leaders and I, we're leading this way. Hey, take your, eye, the, your, your, your headphones off. Lean in. Be present. Be willing. Be willing to share. Be willing to raise your hands. Be willing to step, step into God's presence. Be willing to experience God. Guys, you are a living sacrifice. 
You got to be present. You have to be willing. You have to develop holy habits. Last week, Pastor Hyden shared these, this challenge, this little routine that he gave us for this, for this summer. He says, read daily. You remember that? Meditate daily. Write daily. Exercise daily. Examine yourself daily. We were doing that at camp. Y'all was exercising. Come on, blue team. Right? We was active. A lot of you guys weren't even in your phones. Praise the Lord. Y'all was doing real life with real people. Right? You were leaning in. You were reading God's word. You were willing to worship. You were willing to step in and worship the living God. You were willing to lean in and listen to a preaching. You were willing. That's what it's going to take. A a willingness to seek God. Right? These are some holy habits. Check it out. Be intentional on seeking him daily. Be intentional on praying daily. Be intentional on reading your word daily. Be intentional on worshiping daily. Be intentional on doing life with fellow believers daily. Why do you need this? Because the flesh is active and it's real and it is strong. You got to give the spirit a fighting chance. If you're not practicing holy habits, you're going to be in your flesh all day. God won't be able to transform you because you're not present, because you're not willing. I'm preaching to myself. I need this on a daily, a living sacrifice. Amen, Ray. We got to have a lifestyle of worship. And for for us in order to grow, you got to develop holy habits. Amen. Let's lean in this summer, y'all. Come on. Let's grow this year. Right? Y'all are going into high school. Some of y'all are going into middle school. Some of y'all are going into college. Yo, don't be the same. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The best way to transform your mind is reading scripture. Amen. Last and final thought. We about to finish up. Renew your view of God's will. You got to shake off the lies that God's will isn't the best thing for you. You got to shake the lies that that boy that you liked and you can't have, yo, wait. That's not God's will for you. You're praying and you're seeking for a specific job and you ain't got it, that's not God's will for you. Look, God's will for you is for you to have a right view of God's mercy, a right view of the gospel. God's will for your life is for you to be present and be transformed by the renewal of your mind. God's will for your life is to know him. God's will for your life is to find your purpose. God's will for your life is to find community. God's will for your life is for you to serve and make a difference. That's God's will. God's will for your life is to take a next step like baptism. Let's give it for Izzy and Bree. Come on. Take a nice step. 
That's God's will. The more that you have the right view of the gospel, the more that you walk by the Spirit, the more you'll know God's will for your life. And I can bet you all my life, because I'm a testimony of it, that God's will is good. God's will is pleasing. And God's will is perfect. Doesn't matter your circumstance. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter the addiction that you're battling. It doesn't matter what you faced in the past. God, his will is good. He's able. He's able to transform us. He can use a car explosion, a divorce, an addiction, shame, your past, to give you a testimony and to bring you in his will. And you'll know that his will for you and for I is good, pleasing, and perfect. That he uses all things, all of it, for your good. He's that good. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads and, and pray. Lord, I pray, God, that as your spirit is moving right now and your word was preached your faithfulness and your goodness and and your perfect will, God, is, is for a sinner like me and a sinner like all of us to view you rightly as merciful, as loving, as kind. Lord, right now, if there's a, an individual that heard your voice, that heard your gospel, that saw you clearly, and they saw themselves for who they are, a sinner in need for a savior. And they saw you correctly with the right view, as loving, as forgiving, and as merciful as you are. If anyone saw Jesus for the very first time and saw the gospel in the spirit of God is calling you to take that next step, to surrender your life, all of it, all of you, all your muck, all your mess, and you want a right relationship with God, you want to repent and turn to Jesus, that's you. Would you stand up? Would you be bold? Would you put, it, put fear away, shame away, and say, God, here I am, a living sacrifice? Amen. Lord, it, it seems like everybody's in the household. 
It seems like every single person that's sitting in these chairs have a right view of who you are, Jesus. And they have a right view of who they are. So Holy Spirit, would you empower your church because you're willing to give us a, a power, a sound mind, a love that, that, that causes us to be a living sacrifice, to be willing to have a relationship on the daily with you, Jesus. Would you help us, God, to, to have the right view of the gospel? Jesus, would you help us by the power of your Holy Spirit to walk according to your spirit and not this flesh? In God, by the power of your spirit, in the truth and the promise of your word, God, help us to be in your will, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.